Craig Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other things. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio Good days, viewers, and welcome to Radio Hot Lab episode 236, where we take a light-hearted look at motor racing, cool imaging, technology, gadgets, and barbecues as the style. Hi, I am Nasser Atiyah, and my decca is over, so enjoy the show with me. <laughs> Nasser, it's great of you to come on the show. I mean, I mean, you're on the, the world exactly. safari, left South Africa, made it into Adelaide. What's the plan? You, what do you do from here? Uh, I know you're a busy man. Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, I am busy. I have uh, go ski with the, my friends. Sorry. Thanks for for dropping in. in and, anyway. yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Better luck next year. Yeah. Thanks. Jay, buddy. I mean, we had him at Nurburgring, and Nasser's dropped in. Well, it just shows how much he enjoys the show, really, doesn't it? Even though he's only here for ten minutes. Well, just before you go, NASA, were there any on the days that you were travelling there in the desert uh, in the new Qatari buggy? Was uh, were there any figs? Because I know you like figs, you know, to eat. Yeah. Uh, were there an, uh, figs from an oasis or something in the desert? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. With the eggs. With. Did you <laughs> did you have anything? Special to eat in the desert. Figs, maybe. Yeah, figs. Yeah, do you fix it out? <laughs> yeah. All right, you need to go. Fixed skiing. it out. Yeah. Where yeah, are you, yeah, you, you, you going go skiing? skiing? Is it in Switzerland or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, you're you're pretty proficient at skiing. Yeah, with my friends. Yep. And some duck shooting. Yes, that, that's it. Duck shooting in Switzerland. Look, you know, all right, well, off you go, because we haven't got time. But, you know, we, we, thank you, NASA. Thank you for popping in. It's good. It did pop in, didn't he? He <laughs> popped out very, of the rally. Very popped. You again. Hello. <laughs> G'day, viewers. <laughs> and dogs. That's the dogs second time. It's just getting to be a habit. It is. That's the first time we've had him in the Southern Hemisphere, though. It is. I think it's very good of him to come in. I know, he's, uh, Especially, I mean, like, he was obviously very pissed off when he first arrived. Well, the only reason he, the only reason he was he was doing that, he, he dropped in, is because simply because he was coming through on a Emirates Etihad sort of deal, whatever. I it was one of those yeah. airlines, yeah, and they yeah, pop they yeah. pop through here because they're a yeah. hub. Well, that's right. And he wanted to have a quick something at the Rubber Dub Dub <laughs> because he certainly yeah. needed a tub. <laughs> he does. He likes the Rubber Dub Dub. Talking of which, what are you having to drink? Well, uh, NASA brought me a, a barwing. A, a barwing? Yeah, it's the uh, Hilltops. Uh, I like Hilltop Woods. Barwing, like good stuff. Yeah, don't mind that. It's uh, not, not, uh, not, not bad. New South Wales. Mm. You know, and uh, I think the first time I tried a barwing was uh, on a on a, a business class flight within Australia. On, on, on. Yeah. 
I hadn't come up with the brand of the West. But, um, you know, after my recent experience of unhappiness with uh, Australia's second airline... <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's, um, well, I just, uh, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't really deal with it at all, um, again, and I thought, oh, look, my days are over with, you know, I haven't been, I've flown nearly as much in the last year as I no, previously have, no. and I thought, oh, no, you know, my days of platinum are over. Yep. You know, you know, much I like first class now. Well, but, I do, yeah. No, a letter today came from Qantas saying, from Qantas. So we want you back. Here's your platinum card, and uh, send us five hundred bucks. But actually, said we know that you have not flown as many miles this year as what normally would have. But we'd like to issue you with the platinum card to uh, acknowledge your recognition of twenty-eight years of Qantas Club. Jay, twenty-eight years. You've been in the Qantas Club that long. I know. I'm pissed all the time. Jesus Christ. Well, it was flying Qantas. I just like I have fifteen hundred flights. I've because I, I keep the little. Well, I don't get into any more. Little record. And in fact, do you know that uh, when I did a recent trip, a recent trip, a recent trip, Tony, up, up, <laughs> up to where Rob Oak, Rob Oak shot, shot lives. <laughs> shot. Um, I uh, I did use an alternate airline, which used the passbook application and had the tickets within passbook. Right. And uh, oh, Nessie, just having a quick. Would that, you would that be the same airline that just yeah. changed yeah. Okay. the ticketing system? Right. Over I mean, the, <laughs> the bus is in here. Get your cab, but you know. Johnny, would that be the same airline that changed all their ticketing system over the weekend? It would be, but it's prior to that. They right. moved away, uh, they moved to an Accenture system, mm. away from the Navistar. That's right, which had given them a lot of grief. Given a lot of people, other people grief too. Mm. And, uh... So? So you're back to Platinum? I'm back to Platinum, but it, I can honestly say that the passbook application and the concert, it actually worked yes. okay. Good. And the phone was put up and... Although I was confused I, when I went to the gate uh, at Port Macquarie coming out and they, I just went, here you go, and they, yep, yep, you're checked in. And I went to the gate and I went, well, hang on a minute, I don't have a pass mm. because when I go to the gate, they're going to do that. And then when I get to the top of the stairs, they're going to want to say, well, here's the, where's the paper? So they print out a little something at the gate. Well, they actually print the out gate. a proper right. ticket. Yet when I got to Sydney, I got like, you know, the, the half side of a shopper dog. <laughs> Which half? The yeah. half with all the freebies on, you know, yeah. two meals for one. Yeah, no, no, but it, was a, it was actually cut through the middle, so I couldn't right. tell. It was in uh, you right, know, okay. it was an add four cents per litre. Yep. Add four cents per litre. <laughs> and have twice as expensive as normal holiday to um, Bali. But uh, but perhaps we should just, since uh, NASA's been kind enough to drop in, we'll have a little bit of a, a chat about like where we're up to with Dakar, because uh, pretty much Stefan Patahansel has not been has not been headed in, in the Mini. Others have fallen by the way by, and in fact, uh, day eight had to be neutralised due to a whole lot of water on the Rio Grande. Mm -hmm. But Lots of water. Uh, it, uh, it, it, it looked pretty tough, and uh, it's, it's tough for, for NASA to have to fall out of there, you know, going good in a, in a brand new buggy, and did very, very well um, with a water pump and some wheel bearing issues on, uh, on the ninth day. But uh, Good job, and a hell of a lot better than uh, El Matador. 
mm-hmm. his uh, teammate, uh, Carlos Sainz, whom he had uh, had probably uh, less than a pleasant, uh, uh, a pleasant, less than a pleasant uh, relationship with in his tie rag days. <laughs> Uh, would that be would that be right to say NASA? It wasn't as good. No. no. It was no. a bit unfriendly. Yeah. Mm. Okay. yeah. But we don't want to put words in your mouth. No, we don't. No, no. But to anyway. Uh, so I see uh, the Frenchman's still leading overall on the bike. The Cyril. Cyril the bike. Well, he's only just come back into contention. Yep. You know, if you've been doing your research and watching SBS every night. And Mate, I don't up. get home yeah, and yeah, yeah, watch that uh, car. Uh, look, you know, I just uh, have to pick up from the net what's going on. But if you had been doing it, yes. if you had been doing it, if I had you, been, you'd, you'd, you'd have known that he actually had not been leading up until today. Right. And uh, and it's not a case that he's still leading. Hmm. He hadn't been leading, and so therefore. But he was still leading from when he took over the lead. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, so I was correct. Earlier today. Yeah. Right. Good. I'm glad we saw that. You know, that it out. is important that you do try to trick the viewers. <laughs> of course. I mean, but not not come clean with them that you've lack of knowledge. No, 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 no. I wouldn't dare do that. So just can you run with it? Oh, so I'll I mean, just shut after two hundred and thirty can six episodes plus a bunch more. Yeah, I would have thought you'd have known the art of Bullshit Lance Armstronging. <laughs> Red bullshitting. I'll sing you a song, the song of the sea, bird's eye, fish fingers. Absolutely. You know, is that is that the team that John West would reject? I mean, I don't know. A bit of a aren't you mixing up your uh, a bit of a nautical? Sal- I'm finding a bit of a an overly salty sea captain with a bit of <laughs> overly salty. <laughs> you should have had a bit of a northern sea. North Sea nastiness. No, North Sea oil rig style jersey with a bit of right round. You know, like, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, equivalent, yeah, the equivalent yeah. of sausage, a sausage uh, filled crusts pizzas, but except as a neck. Right, I know the thing you mean. Like a polo neck, thick woolen jumper under the oil skin. Viewers, as we uh, we're referring to the, I thought rather rather humorous, a, a good start. A bit of inconsistency in there, but a good start was good. of mucking around in boats. Yep. Bring in the new car. Bring in the new car, which sounded like a drag racer, top fuel drag racer. It, it did, did a bit, too. but you know. And some but process. it was inside a was inside a crate, so you know, a container. But uh, if you haven't, seen well, the hairdos are fantastic. The hairdos are. Luffy is just awesome at the beginning before he gets wet. And they're all saying. Yeah, no, you can read their lips a bit. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was actually pretty well done. I did. I thought it was um, very, very humorous. So if you haven't seen it, um, jump onto Radio Hot Lap and uh, have a look at um, the new Red Bull Racing Australia promo video, uh, promo video um, yep. under the title Shoring Up Sydney. Yeah. Although you also find it on the Tentacle Network. Yeah, I'm sure or, it's on the Tentacle Network. Or just go to uh, YouTube. And ask for... Mucking around in boats. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> With racing cars. But ju- but whatever you do, don't Google Team Vodafone. No. <laughs> but, 
or because you know they're not there anymore or and George well I was just gonna say and and just to add to their abysmal track record yeah, and Crazy Johns is all over. Now, JP, I, I, I need to cut you short just for a moment because I've already seen that there could have been a bit of a, a slight drama and then there's other people messing around in the kitchen because we're doing a nice corned beef tonight. We are doing it. Be done. So yeah. do you need to go and have a bit of a butcher's hook? Probably wouldn't hurt. Okay. Just have a quick, off, off you go. A quick squeeze. Uh, because we, it's going to be one of those quick shows. Squeeze. It's going to be one of those shows. Just to make sure everything's going okay. What's the state of the nation out there with the CB? No, it looks good. Just simmering nicely. Turn it right down. It's just chiffing away there. Good, perfect. Yeah, it should you, be deluxe. You, you can't mess around with it. No, you can't. It's got to just simmer away. <laughs> with a little bit of... Simmer, simmer, simmer. A little bit of... Well, how do you do corned beef, JP? I mean, we've talked about it before, but it won't hurt you to bring that up again. You know, it just won't hurt well, you. Well, you do the, do the usual corned beef thing. You just grab your corned beef... Get some uh, water, enough water just to virtually cover it. it. Doesn't have to be completely covered because it actually floats while it's still raw. So it's just got to be gently resting on the bottom of the pan with enough water just to almost cover it. And bring it up to the boil very slowly, and then wind it right back. As soon as it gets up to the boil, it's, it doesn't have to boil fast. Just wind it right back down so it's just very, very gently simmering. And what goes now, in, in the water? water? Ah. A quartered onion has not been put in. No, and no onion has been put in yet, but that's all right. We can do that in a minute. Um, we've got and a bit of bay leaves. This is the carrots. The carrots can go in there. Yes, once Jocelyn's finished peeling them. Um, we've got uh, peppercorns. We've got bay leaves. We've got cloves. cloves. We've got some malt vinegar. And a bit about of probably two two tablespoons full of malt vinegar. A little bit of brown sugar. And a little bit of brown sugar. And so it should be deluxe. So then once the onion's done and the carrots are done, they can go in there as well. The bit that you've got is about two kilos, so we're looking at about probably... 100 minutes. Hour and... Yeah. It's 20 minutes per pound and 20 for the pot. Right. It's a 2.2, makes it yeah. about 100 minutes. That's right. So... Probably 110 even. So by the time the carrots and whatnot go in, they'll go in for the last three quarters of an hour or so, which should be perfect. I wonder if NASA's ever had that. I mean, I, he's fine something to 11. Mm. Yeah, well, I doubt if he probably has, but he might have. You never know. It might be a good mistake. Mm. Better had, yeah. Could be a new experience for him. Have you got the cabbage? I have. You have got cabbage? got cabbage. And we're going to have mashed spuds? Yeah, it's the regular good. stuff with white sauce. Good, good, good. With white sauce. Got to have the white sauce. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. So it's all going good. Yeah, over to you. Over to me. Well, so let's go Formula One, shall we? Because I saw that um, earlier on in the week, uh, Martin Whitmarsh has come out and said that Sergio Perez and Jensen Butler are going to have equal treatment, inverted commas, this season. And then, instantly, Sir Jackie Stewart's come out and said that Jensen Button must see himself as number one. So Jackie Stewart has urged Jensen Button to consider himself McLaren's number one driver this season. Well, Jackie so. Stewart's been a bit vocal this week, but that's because he's, he's he likes a chat. Well, he does and like he's a been, chat. Uh, and he is, uh, and he is and opinionated. Birmingham, that's the Autosport right. show has been on, and it's yep. not the only thing he said about that as well, about uh, in, in Formula One. He's yep. also gone on to say, he's also gone on to say that 
that, that Lewis Hamilton's m moving to uh, Mercedes could be dangerous for his long-term term future because historically the brand has to win and if they don't win, a bunch of faceless, mindless, non-motorsport centric board of directors will shut the whole thing down and he'll be out, out on his own yep. being a, a lonely skier with NASA. <laughs> a lonely skier, does he ski? Of course he does. You sure? Same roots. Uh, I don't know, but uh, the the big the big thing the interesting thing about the Jackie Stewart interview was the fact that he was asked whether um, he thought Red Bull and Sebastian Vettel would uh, dominate again, and and Jackie said there's a big risk of that happening, simply because Adrian Newey has an amazing energy level and deep wells of adrenaline somewhere, which sort of says something, but not really a lot. So who knows? Do you think Sir Jackie's getting a little bit senile? What a nasty word. Well, he, nasty yeah, word. He's certainly getting old, isn't he? Let's face it. But I don't know where the senility comes into it. Getting a bit sort of... Do you think he's talking just for the sake of talking? Oh, oh, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. think I love to hear his stories of the old yep. days. Mm. And, uh, and I'm not saying that he knows, doesn't know what's going on. He certainly knows more than me. Yeah. But uh, he does seem to be a bit of a babbler. <laughs> a bit of a babbler. <laughs> now, Caterham still haven't got a second driver. Which is really, when you think how close to the season start we are, uh, it's, it's probably a bit weird. But uh, they reckon that uh, they've still got to appoint a teammate for Charles Pick. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But the... Uh, uh, the boss man, what's his name, Ab uh supposedly is talking with Vitaly Petrov with the with regards to him competing for a second season. But you know, he's also dropped a hint that he's considering a rookie. So, who knows? Bit of uh, moving on to sports car news. JP last weekend was uh, the um, yes. Uh, Probably, Dubai twenty four. Yeah, well, it's sort of the traditional opener of the year, and it's um, it's sort of run from highs to lows and stuff like that. But but this year, I thought it was a, a particularly amazing result that um, that the team that won it, which was the team that won it last year, um, the Black Falcon Racing uh, Mercedes SLS. Yep. Ended up having the most enormous disaster on the Wednesday prior to the event, which was an elective practice day. They didn't even have to be there, and uh, the team of uh, Jerome Bleakmolen, um, who has actually been out to, to Bathurst for the twelfth week, called that. Uh, Sean Edwards, Bernd Schneider, puss, yes. which uh, <laughs> Schneider puss, and, who incidentally uh, is the um, is the uh, interview of no in this month's Motor Magazine. I see. I'm and, ready uh, Khaled Al Kubashi, uh, who was the winner from last year, the only the one, the the odd one out is uh, is Bernd Schneider, of course, in that he <laughs> was not there last year. So effectively, um, it was a repeat. Jerome Bleakmolen has been the, the the most of the most winning character. I think he's done one a third one somewhere else as well. Um, there probably back in the day where Alan was driving, Alan Ellie yeah. Simonson and Lars Eric Nielsen. Um, but on the Wednesday, uh, their SLS 
was uh, completely destroyed um, in a practice crash only on the second lap, which caused it to be a bit of a, a, a drama for them. Well, next pit by happened to be the Pressy Spark Racing Team of the Jones, 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 Jones and Jones, <laughs> which uh, effectively got three Jones, which won the British GT Championship uh, a few a couple of years back. Um, but having to bring a spare car, as you do. Of course. Uh, right. Which ended up being actually the very first car ever produced by AMG. Is that right? Um, and it was the also a sprint car, a sprint right. car, which meant that it had slightly different jacking systems and lights and batteries and, and all sorts of things like that. But they, they then took the majority of the parts, about 70% of the parts were from the Black Falcon car or Black right. Falcon spares, and, and basically took the, this, this, did the deal, took the car, moved it to the next pit bay, and, um, and built it up and turned it into an endurance car and won the race. <laughs> so, I Unbelievable. Mean, it's not that unbelievable, but you know, these things happen in motorsport. And you know, when there's a checkbook. There was a check, yeah, it was a big checkbook. Um, these things sort of go good. So there you go. Yeah. Um, what do we hear? What do we hear? That 220 cars will uh, start the, the Bathurst 12 hour weekend. 220 cars in the race as such. But the combination of other fields. Oh, yeah, because some of them drop out after the first time. No, the combination of other fields like HQ and Formula Fluff. Oh, okay. And no, you're counting all of that. I'm thinking but it does mean that, you know, that's a very busy paddock. It is a busy paddock, and, yes. Uh, probably it will be a busy paddock. I have to look at the numbers there. It's probably rivaling a, the ba a Bathurst weekend, a regular Bathurst 1000 weekend. When you add it all up, yep. you know, between the Utes and the... And the, the all of them, Porsche, Porsche and Dunlop series and uh, Touring Car Masters. Yep. And uh, there's a bunch of cars. There certainly is. Huge so that's looking cars. really good. In fact, it's the it's the best weekend I think we're, we're ever going to have seen of the Bathurst. The Bathurst well, today it's the best weekend it's, today. It's yeah. coming of age, and yeah. uh, interestingly, that uh, legendary blabber John Hindorf from Radio Show Limited, or Radio Le Mans, Radio Le Mans will be coming yeah. out here and working alongside uh, Richard Crail and uh, ah. Grant Boyden, yep. and, uh, and, you know, talking their tonsils off. Talking their tonsils off? Well, well, do they all have tonsils? Well, where does, where does, have, where does that removed? leave us? Because, you know, we were there yes. to be standing in for uh, the official Richard Crail toilet break. But we uh, it also would mean now that with the arrival of Grant Boyden, that uh, Mark Bryant will have to come along as the official uh, free cigarette supply to Grant Boyd. <laughs> free cigarette supply. Because Boydo is well known for his scurry bludging. And we'll have to be disappearing outside for a bit of a, a teeth yellowing. <laughs> well, you know what they say. A Boyd in the hand is worth a durry in the mouth. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> a Boyd in the hand. Boyd. Oh, granted. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, it's looking good. Um, and uh, our luxurious digs overlooking the track there from the uh, the penthouse. Or would like, sorry, one level down from yes. the penthouse. One level down. On, uh, on, the, on, the, down. Newly, on the newly reprofiled corner coming out of the, the chase. Yes. You can't say it's Caltech's chase because there's no Caltech's involved. No. It's chase. Just the chase. The chase. Unless they uh, find the, another the, name. Because the, uh, the wall, which uh, had caused a couple of 
Nasty, nasty accident, yep. specifically to Paul Radisich, World Touring yep. Car Champion. Um, it effectively ended his career, and uh, uh, someone else, who was a nasty, the year before last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nasty. Uh, uh, the, the skimming across the sand and bang. Um, no. Yeah, who was that? Uh, no, no. No, not that one. No, okay. no, there was in the historic, in the Touring Car Master Race, there was a Mustang that went to Ah, the, sorry, the Mustang. No, right, you know, okay. you're thinking, you're confusing with with Fabian Coulthard's uh, rear tyre being cut on the first lap and it deflating and him yes, going off. Yes, that's what I was thinking. You didn't you're quite correct. And it was a perfectly excellent correct. example of energy dissipation in a V8 supercar with someone surviving. It was uh, indeed. Yes, I think it's going to be a well, great weekend. And talking of V8 supercars, see they've got a new logo. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's a new Sharper Edge logo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, let's have a look. I have not seen it. Uh, well, okay, so what they've done there, though, is they've made it... There's carbon fibre it, and they've mm. removed the, the big pond component. Mm. Well, they had to. Well, they did. The big ponds had to, had to go, so they had to redesign. But, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Who knows? Actually fits in well. Yeah, it's okay. I don't mind it. Just, I just thought that maybe they could have done something a little bit better with it, but, you know. I uh, guess well, it's... What would it's, Mark, well, it's Cotoff, though, isn't it? So what would Mark, Mark Scaife would say? Would say? Evolution, not revolution. And it certainly is. <laughs> there's a bit of something there's something weird going on here. At the yeah, with an S. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit of EPS failure. Yeah, I don't know whether it's an EPS failure yeah, or whether that's the way it's been designed. Car, I think still the, car, the car of the past is going to The V snatch. on the V8's going up and touching mm. the outside as well. It's a bit, bit naff, but maybe not. So, <coughs> Absolutely. Mm. And uh, the other thing with V8 supercars, of course, is that they're going to stay on Channel 7, so we'll still have the fuck around with the bloody footy when it's on. Jesus. So. Can you tell that I'm not happy about that? <laughs> oh, well, okay then. <laughs> It looks like it's going to be snowing for the Monte Carlo Rally. Yes, it does indeed. And in fact, um, Sebastian Auger, um, his new, uh, which is new Volkswagen Apollo WRC car, which was unveiled this week, has got off to a um, well, one would think a pretty damn good go. Yeah, well, it's another Red Bull sponsored team. Yes. Just what? another one. They're trying to take over the world, I tell you. No, don't be like that. Uh, don't be like that. Uh, Where would we be without those people? True. I know there is that side of it. But, think, you know, you I have to wonder. I think one would not want I'm to be torn, looking. Johnny. I'm torn. Well, you don't drink the stuff. I don't. Have you ever? I don't drink energy drinks. Have Full you ever? stop. Never. You've never had one? Never had one energy drink. No. Well, why not try one? No, because I've got enough energy anyway. Look, you haven't. I just bloody don't want I drink coffee. If I want to, if I want to boost, I'll have a coffee. But, but, it, but it, would it be fair to say that without actually trying one, it would be hard work, hard to shit can them? I suppose. I mean, it would be. Yeah. I mean, I've had a sip of one, but it's all a bit sweet, isn't it? Well, you can get sour. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you can get, and you can get it with 
artificial sweetness. But sometimes when you're driving, sugar, yeah. uh, certainly like a long drive, like yeah. Bathurst, you go, it's actually easy to grab one and just knock one down just for a bit of energy. And I'm not, I'm not a religious get up in the morning. I need one of those sorts of things. I don't know if you'd be hurrying up like that. And I find yeah. all, all the other energy drinks are really uh, unpalatable. I don't like it. So you think that's the best of what there is? Well, I, I don't mind one, but I... When was the last time you saw me having one? Maybe no, oh, when the drive back from... Yeah, I was going to say... The drive back from Bathurst drive back, Yep, I think that would be... That would be yep. the last time I had one. Yep. Um, and I would, if I was going to be driving to Melbourne tomorrow, I'd have one ready to go in the car if I'm taking off at 5am, where I'm sort of going out there and at 7.30 I'm just going, I feel like I'm a little bit of a pick-up. Yep. So... Yeah. Okay. And in fact, when, we, to their own. when we went to Bathurst, yeah, no, we definitely... That, remember that last little run into... Forbes. Forbes. Oh, really. Forbes twos. Yeah, yeah. Forbes. The road was rough. And it was. That was crap. Yes. <laughs> that wouldn't be so quick to... So maybe if you'd have offered me one right then, I probably would have had one. But I didn't have one. But you didn't. No. So we didn't. You didn't, we didn't. So... We didn't. And we definitely didn't. What's the like things going in Tecton land? Well, we've already covered Crazy John's. <laughs> or the lack thereof. Um, seems to be that lots of noise about iPhones coming very soon. Or like, no one knows, do they? They're talking about iPhone a, Mini now. Yeah. A low cost version. I mean, can you ever see Apple doing a low cost version of anything? I mean, okay, they've done the iPad Mini. I can see them. Do, I can see them doing a low-cost version of something that isn't low quality. Yeah, but then why? Why wouldn't they just stick to what they've currently been doing and saying, "All right, well, you can have a it an would, iPhone 4 it would, rather it would, than an it would, iPhone it Mini." It would appear that it would be difficult it, it, with the introduction of a new model. You would drop the price of the existing one and keep them in parallel as they've done before for a while. They ran fours and mm. four three GSs. That makes sense for them, but what? to introduce a new product into that into that mattress, it's really it's very tight price. Well, it, and this is the thing. I'm, I think you know that there's been various reports during the week about the fact that they've uh, Apple have instructed all their component suppliers to halve their inventories because sales of iPhone 5 are way down on predictions. Um, now, certainly from my perspective, knowing people who owned iPhone 4s. There has been a reasonable number who've defected to Galaxy or HTC simply because it's a free phone if you're on the plane. Oh, and let me tell you, they all come and, back. Yeah, well, some do, but some don't. Oh, the majority yeah. of them. Do. A lot of PC users who got an iPhone because it was their first ever smartphone, and you know, da 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 da. But now they're going. Oh, never did like Apple really. Give me a Samsung Galaxy or, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I know a couple of people like that have, have switched from an iPhone 4 and gone for the El Cheapo Galaxy. And I think that that's where Apple have not lost the plot, but where they've done themselves some damage. Because we all know that the biggest telco in this country will give you a free Galaxy or a free HTC if you sign up for a two-year plan. But if you want an iPhone 5, well, it's an extra 10 or 20 bucks a week. So, you know, so they've, they've basically, by doing that, lost some market share. And they've long been rumoured to uh, not do the telcos any favours in terms of pricing. 
so that they can bundle phones. What do you got there? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I've been looking at some stuff. Anyway. Now, I noticed that there's, talking of iPhones, there's a new interactive memorial for Steve Jobs has been unveiled in Russia. <laughs> in Russia, of all places. Oh, this is the uh, five, uh, the eight-foot-tall iPhone in the That's screen. it. It with is. The, with a, uh, the touchscreen. At the, the courtyard of the St. Petersburg National Research University for Information Technologies. Mechanics and Optics. God, imagine writing all that lot out. wonder what their email address is. I don't think he's happy about it. Um, he's got a QR code on the back, apparently, and you can scan it with your smartphone and be taken to a commemorative Steve Jobs website. Woohoo! But uh, it's, it, it shows a slideshow of uh, high-res photos of Jobs. I think that guy needs to learn English. Blub, blub. Now, new product today I've got That's Russia. news of. That's Russia. Russia. <laughs> what about? Uh, a new meat check, meat check, meat no, check. No, it's not quite. Look, we're on tech time. We'll be finished soon. Uh, meat check will wait for five minutes and then we'll just throw everything else in and we'll sweet. Then we can go and have a drink. I think we should go and check. We'll put a bit of carrots and onions in. Yeah, well, we'll put them in. We'll now. We, we, well, we might as well just finish this. Do it now. How long have we been on? Not long enough. Long enough to do it. No, uh, 32 minutes. No, that's right. We usually do longer than Onions. All right. Well, so everything's looking really good. What with the sprinklers? No, the sprinklers are on now. Not, I was talking about the corn beef. Oh, the corn beef. The sprinklers are not. Corn beef's looking good. And the carrots are in, and the onions in, and rusty sausages appear. Because we're, we're sitting upon your lap, no less. Been worn out from having to climb up the top of the bluff yesterday. Well, no wonder she's worn out. In the bag. Look how short her legs are. Birds. And what? What? Jossie's probably wondering why I didn't put the potatoes on, but I'm not going to. Yeah. There you go. So where were we? Tech time. Tested by people. It's, been, it's been hard to get anything done. I showed it over today. They've been poking around at the, at the moments when just when you get... Just when you're getting creative, creative zest. You know... Well, you've got plenty of lemons, so your zest will come back. But the rusty sausage and I have had a few days down at uh, Encounter Bay, where the buffalo's grown, and uh, it's with been... With the dunks? With dunks and, and, and Sarah. And Sarah, uh, yeah. And, oh, and... Uh, uh, ferrety? Was ferrety no, there? No, no ferrety? The, 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 the real side age doesn't turn up. Mm-hmm. And, um... That, uh, hanging around that side. And who was the bloke with the pelican on his head? That was a Samir. Was oh, that Samir? Samir. Oh. I, I took Samir down there to, um... Uh, do you know, it just struck me that the people didn't know any better. You could actually make Samir... He could, be, he could be NASA after NASA leaves. He could, too. As he talks the same. He does. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, remarkably the same. Well, we can have him on the show every week then. But get him to stand in. That's right. You know, because he does a bit of clay. Well, maybe we should get on to NASA's PR man and get him to send us something every week and Samir can read it. What, well, he's just like NASA of the South? Yeah, that's it. NASA's standing. Southern standing. <laughs> 
maybe we should go and do a show in Nassau. Oh. What? Nassau. Okay. That's what M would say. Get yourself to Nassau. <laughs> and James. James. Try, not to bring, try to bring it back in one piece. <laughs> So yes, I, sorry. All right, after you. Well, I was just going to say I saw this new new uh, device today. What is it? Matrox have released. Oh, it's a video device. A Thunderbolt docking station. Which oh, no, obviously they've been well, finally like someone did, did they? It's, yeah, well, finally it happened. But it's specifically aimed at people who edit on the move with like a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air or whatever, because they've only got a single Thunderbolt connection, and they do two two options. There's a DS one which comes out DVI, and then there's a DS1 HDMI Jake, version. You're, just, you're talking in cross-purposes here. Comes like, why, would I want to be tra- why would I want to be walking around with a Matrox Thunderbolt hub with me? Why would I want No, you wouldn't take it with you, but you'd plug your laptop into it when you come back home. Why? Just the same as you plug it into your monitor now. But I've already got Because then stuff. you get multiple Thunderbolt ports. All, and you but, can but, convert but, but, to USB 3, USB 2. But I've got, when I've got all these ports already on the side of the laptop, why would I now, need them? You don't on your laptop. But if you've got a current MacBook Pro I mean, Retina, I do. I do have them. You mean I you, do have them? You do have them on your current So laptop, the new yes. ones, they don't have no. any ports anymore. They have bugger all. So it's basically, they've removed... And by, through the miniaturisation process, they've yes. annoyed everybody and forced them into buying a third party. So device. you just get a Thunderbolt, basically, and a single USB. I'm not happy about that. No, it's not very good. But, but you love it, because you sell more. Well, no, you don't, actually, because it creates issues. Because you've got to daisy-chain everything off of your Thunderbolt. Oh, port. it's SCSI ID problems. It is. It's just, it's just like back to SCSI again. Well, there's no ID problems, but it's just a pain in the ass. Anyway, yeah, let me get my... So I thought this hydro. was a good idea. For, for a mere $369, Matrox have got these Thunderbolt docking stations, and yeah, I think yeah, they're I'm a good gonna, idea. I'm just going to merely drop out and run out and buy one of them. Really, I don't think so. Oh, 369's not too bad. What? I want one! No, you don't, I don't need one. I'm not telling all the port. Listen, I'm not saying it's for you. I'm saying it's, it's for... all the idiots that have bought the current machinery. That's right. How exactly. stupid is that? Well, you will eventually. What? Well, what are you going to do? You're going to die still using a 17-inch MacBook Pro? That's I, Honestly, that's the thing that pisses me off most of <laughs> the, the canned 17-inch laptop. Because you don't need it with a retina. But I, but I, but I know. I want it. You, no, I know, Basil. It's, it's fucked. It's fucking hopeless for me. It is, and it is for a lot of other people too. I think they'll have to see the error of their ways. That's why I gave to Tilda the, the new iPad because her eyesight's better than mine. I know. When you're looking at stuff on the retina, it can be so small that it's just ridiculous. But there you go. It's a, it's a, it's a total deal changer, and that's what stops me. Well, there was a report earlier in the week about Apple there must be a, a, sussing out some new, a, a, another new type of display technology. So one has to wonder whether we will get to a situation where you can have a traditional-style laptop with the lid open, but you can still do an iPhone-style, <laughs> make it bigger by pinching the fingers and spreading them out on the screen. Can I retrofit that and have a faster processes and stuff put in it. No. It's logic board. I'll ask you that again. It's logic board. You can't. 
What's the fastest I did? What's the fastest seven inch they ever did? Did they do anything in i5 or i7? Yeah, they did i5. And I think i7 was an option. So. Well, the in. last ones, the very last... Oh, were they, though? Well, they all just caught Intel Core 2 duos. Yeah, I, I, I think that you'll, you'll find that they were Intel Core 2 duos. I can tell you, though. Well, we'll do that offline. Yeah, we will. Any, uh... Wait, um, a little bit of snack here for you tonight, and uh, tell me what you think. I've made up a little, uh... Some, just some, some, some lovely tomatoes, but uh, not nearly as lovely as the tomatoes that I had from Duncan's garden that uh, Sarah cooked up for breakfast one morning. Oh, going, really? Oh, my God. I just yeah. went, oh, wow. How yeah, good are the tomatoes that they are? I mean, well, how crap are the tomatoes you get? Yeah, you can't um, beat the, the tomatoes that you get from the and, garden. And uh, with a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of palmer ham and some... Mm. Uh, some Parmesan, a little bit of lemon and yeah. olive oil. How good is that? Mate, they're sensational. They are truly, truly sensational. I guts them all down before the show even started. <laughs> so, you're talking retrospectively. We are. But they were great. They really were. And interestingly, I've got a tomato plant in this year, um, which has got lots of flowers on it at the moment. So as long as the bees will do their work, give it a few weeks and I'll have lots of yummy tomatoes myself. Which is real, which I'm really looking forward to. How's the chili bush going? Chili bush is going exceptionally well. We've got a couple of red ones now. I meant to bring a couple for you um, today. I was supposed to grab a couple of red red ones off the bush. The green ones are turning red, and uh, bring them round. But I'll have to remember next week. I'll write myself a note. But no, chili bush is going exceptionally well. That will help. Um, so I can say something barbecue oriented. Barbecue oriented. Gone. Gone, gone, gone. I told you about the roast pork I did, didn't I? In what? the Weber Q family. Did you, did you fuck it up? No, it was absolutely sensational. On the weekend? It was the weekend before last, actually. I don't think I, I mentioned it last did. week. I don't I, think you I, mentioned it. No, I don't think I did. But, no, I have to say, it was, it really was good. It was a uh, half a leg, boned and rolled. Um, so, basically, the crackle went two-thirds of the way around it, just a nice flat bottom. Um, I made sure I scored it all really nicely, dried it, um, put some olive oil on, plenty of uh, Murray River salt, and uh, whacked it in there. I did, because it's the Weber Q family, you actually get this like a Danny Bizantic salt. Yeah, that's the one. Or not. <laughs> yeah, or not. Um, Never been paid. You actually get an extra row of burners through the middle of the family queue. Um, so you crank, crank the heat up on that until uh, for about 10 minutes and the, the temperature gauge goes pretty well to three quarters. Um, then you whack your, uh, whack your pork in, close the lid and turn the middle row off but leave the other, uh, the outside burner on flat out for about 20-25 minutes and then just turn it back down the mid and hour and a half, hour and three quarters later depending on the size of the bit of meat you're cooking sensational Good night viewers It's nice crickets Good night viewers Oh, it's good to have an early show It is, makes a nice change